Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? And welcome to another special episode of IndiePod, where we get to talk to the people behind some of our favorite indie games. Today, we have Lucia de Visser, the managing director behind the upcoming title known as We Were Here Forever. Thanks for joining. Well, thank you that, that I'm able to join. Sorry, I just I'm so charmed about the way you pronounce my name. I think really it's how, how bad was it? No, it wasn't bad, but it's just always so amazing to hear people from other countries try to pronounce like this. Well, my, my first name is, of course, not very un international, but the last name is, of course, a super dark show. It's it's always fun. But yeah. thank you very much for joining the show. I'm, I'm, gl I'm glad to be here. OK, well, let's let's, uh, you know, for the audience. How would you pronounce your name? <laughs> well, my name, if you say it in Dutch, it would be Lucia de Visser. But just call me Lucy. It's fine. Lucia, Lucy. It's, uh, Lucy? It's okay. I'll probably go with Lucy because I'm bad at names. So thank you so much I'll again, Lucy, for joining. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm definitely glad you could make it because, you know, strangely enough, I had never heard about this series before this. And I'm so surprised because co-op style games are something I'm always looking for more of. Um, but one I of the things that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like it's, it's kind of a, a genre or, or a style that a lot of people love, but yeah. is fairly kind of hard to find like a good one. Right. Yeah. If people ask for a good one, everyone says portal two and then right. you're done. <laughs> well, now for those listening, we have a whole series of games that they can play. Um, but before we get into anything about the games, I always like to start off the shows with just getting to know the people behind games, because I feel like often enough, most people know nothing about the people who actually work on it. So sure. tell me a little bit about yourselves. Uh, how did you get into game creation in the first place? Um, well, actually, I am a art student. Um, I was a student at uh, like the, the I have a bachelor's and art degree in uh, um lifestyle transformational design mm, uh, wow. you don't what know what that? it is i yeah, think what? nobody knows what it is <laughs> it's like um it's actually let's say it's a it's a studies for people who know they are very creative they're not uh -huh. maybe very good in actually creating something like i'm not really good with programs uh -huh. i'm i am kind of an okay drawer but a drawer it sounds like I'm, I'm from a cabinet but you know what i mean <laughs> I, I can draw <laughs> uh, but um i'm just not i wasn't always good like in making stuff i was more good in coming up with stuff right so uh okay. actually this was uh, they 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 say it's like a conceptual uh studies yeah. so you actually learn how to be for example a creative director an art director or someone who does uh, anything lifestyle related could be photography or i don't know editorial work just uh, some oh, okay. stuff that you have to come up like with concepts for certain uh, trends uh, certain uh, people lifestyles etc right um right. so it's it, yeah it's, yeah it's i didn't know it was there and if, every time when i tell someone yeah this is what i studied then they're like you did what yeah <laughs> i have yeah. no clue what that is and actually like if you tell anyone nobody knows yeah it's a really cool I topic i mean I'm, I'm sure there would be more people who would be interested in in going that 
uh, route if they even knew it existed, right? Yeah, but a lot of people are very creative, but not a lot of people are actually good at actually creating the stuff. Like for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and so okay, well, that kind of makes sense with where you're at right now. But what was that jump? Because because you know, how did you go from that to then you know lifestyles to games? Yeah, well, the the jump actually already happened when I was like four. Um, oh, okay. Because, yeah, well, the jump happened later, of course. But uh, <laughs> I, I am, uh, I was raised an only child. And um, what do you do when you don't hang out with friends? Well, you find a hobby for yourself, right? And my mm-hmm. hobbies were drawing and gaming. Uh, my parents actually imported like the first uh, shipment of uh, Lynx, the handheld. They were like oh, from okay. Atari, Atari Lynx mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got one, of course. Um, and I was at like Tetris and uh, Rampage, you know. And I was cool. immediately like sold. I was like, gaming is amazing. And I was an <laughs> instant gamer. I had, uh, I know, two years later, I had my first uh, PlayStation One, and it only grew and grew. And then uh, until I had PlayStation Two, Three, whatever, uh, a PC when I was a teenager. Uh, but I was really afraid to play online um, because mm. of the noise. <laughs> no, it is They're so mean. Yeah, they were mean people. So I was really scared. So I always played like uh, story-driven games or adventure games. For example, um, when I was a kid, I was in love with Spyro. Like I only yeah. played Spyro for I think an, a one and a half year um, <laughs> because I was so in love with the world, Crash Bandicoot, uh, Jack and Dexter. You know all those kind mm-hmm. of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, when I grew older and I started studying, I always gamed like forever, uh, never with friends because none of my friends were actually gamers. Okay. Uh, so I was always on my own. Uh, but I, I thought it was okay. It was fine. I had my own little world and with my games and uh, my parents endorsed it really badly. They loved it. They loved that I loved games and they loved watching me playing games. They loved That's helping great. me playing games. Yeah, they were really supportive. They always felt like, oh, it's something that was really me. And then I studied, uh, then I did my studies. I did another study before that study because I thought I was uh, going to be a touristic manager. <laughs> uh, but here I am now again managing. So it's somewhere uh, somewhere along the lines. It was still like kind of the purpose, but uh, just guess. a different, uh, different way. Uh, <laughs> but then I did my, 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 um, uh, my art studies. And actually, uh, I was quite good at it. I was, it was like I was a good student. But I, nothing was really like lighting my fire inside, you know. I was doing all these very political things, and uh, it was just like uh, it didn't feel like it, it, it was fulfilling. And then I had a um, uh, like a, a meeting with one of my teachers, and she was like, yeah, "But what do you really love to do?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love. I would love working in games." Yeah. She was like, yeah, then why don't you just make everything you do, but make it as a game? And I was like, yeah, but I can't code. I can't design. I don't know. I, I How the hell do I make games? You know, I, <laughs> I never learned it. I was always a consumer, not a producer, right? Right. Um, and then she said, well, if you, if, you, if you want it, you'll find a way. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, why not? So actually, my friends helped me, um, like creating uh, my first, the first little game thingy that I made was, um, I made like a little jump platformer thingy, and it mm-hmm. was, uh, uh, it was actually uh, themed from the Gorillas, the band. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah because uh, I, I had to uh, make like an invitation for 
an event. And the event I chose was a concert of the gorillas. And I thought like, what would be an interesting way to give like uh, their audience, their fans, a unique way to get like backstage tickets or whatever, play my game, which was then of course, fake fictional like from their company their band right uh-huh. um and then if you play the game and you end the uh you finish the scene you can win a golden ticket and so you had to like jump around and and collect cds and talk to russell and murdoch and noodle along the way and then at the end you could win a golden ticket and that that was it right uh, and i actually made it with my friend and uh it wasn't good it wasn't like it wasn't full functioning it was more like a mock-up Right. But they were like, dude, you can totally come up with stuff like this. It's it's great. It's so the concept is so terribly nice. We we love it. Then I was like, okay, I can do this. And then I made more and more kind of all these creative stuff, but then like I used gaming as a medium. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah, that it, it it actually grew on me. And then I came to like the last part of my studies. It's in the fourth year for Bachelor in the Netherlands. And then you yep. first have to do like um Oh, no, it was like third year. You have to do uh, an internship. And then after that, you can work on your um, uh, your graduation assignment, right? And I had, um, uh, I, I wanted to do like this six-month course that was like from, uh, uh, we were like a daughter school from another company which called Hocus Hoort Rotterdam. It's like a big concept mm-hmm. uh, in the Netherlands for schooling. And uh, my school with Undercoding was just like a, a, I don't know how they call it in English, but like a daughter company. It's like, uh, of, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, there was a, a game, uh, it was game design and development, it was called. And I was like, well, dude, it's perfect. And then they said, like, yeah, it's really hard to get in. And I was like, well, let's try. And I got in and I was like, what? Nice. One. Um, and then I got grouped up with, uh, 44 other students because we were really big teams mm-hmm. um and first we had to do like a small um mobile game um and uh actually when we uh, we had to pitch those games and we were done with that little six-week course thingy um i got like scouted from people from the other teams like i saw oh, what wow. you're doing want to come on my team for the big assignment and i was like yeah why not you know oh that's Let's great go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so there's something there, I guess. There's something there. <laughs> Girls got something. Um, <laughs> and actually, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, is that how you met the the team? For because you're also the co-founder of Total Mayhem Games, which is the producer of all of these, you know, the the We Were exactly. Here series. Is that how you met the team and created this? The, yes, exactly. This is Very how it all cool. started. This Very is where the mayhem cool. started. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So did you did you start, you know, when you were in the, you know, that university type setting? Yeah. For those um those people that you were working with and and creating that that team, did you work on something like the We Were Here games first or was it something else and then you spawned into, well, you know what we could do is XYZ, right? No, we actually like we first did the the mobile thingy for six weeks and then we had like a 14 week to do a bigger assignment which has to be like a a 3d um game a 3d platform game sorry right okay um and so i got teamed up with this 14 other kids we were like three teams three teams of 15 Mm -hmm. and uh, other kids dude (laughs) (laughs) um and like i think 
a lot of people were uh, taking a long time in like the concept phase, but we had uh, we still have one guy in our team, Benjamin, and mm-hmm. he's like an encyclopedia, encyclopedia, you know, like a book with the, all the answers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in Dutch, it's an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and, I got it. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. Damn, I'm so sorry. See, that it's it, English is not my native language, and sometimes that's, I have to like switch. Like, that's okay. That's a tough word. It's yeah. uh, en- English is a weird language. It's yeah, okay. I know. I know. I have to work with it all day, every day. <laughs> but I'm so Dutch sorry. is worse, I can guess. <laughs> um, but he knew like so many games. Uh, it was crazy, and he was like, "I have one game, and I love that concept." Do you want to have a look at it? Like we as a team, we were like, yeah, and it was keep talking and nobody explodes. Yeah. And we all fell in love. We were like, we love the co-op because we also loved Portal 2, for example. But mm-hmm. we loved that it was so asymmetrical. Like in Portal, you're still like in the same room, the same universe. Right. Doing the same stuff. You can see the same puzzle, but you just have to like move around and try to figure out what your move is in the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Well, with uh, keep talking, nobody explodes. You both have such a unique other role, um, and you completely fill each other uh, with information. You both have so much information that the other person cannot see in any way, and you just have to do so much to try to describe what the hell the other person has to do to like not explode. Right. And I was so terribly impressed with the whole um, cooperation, but also this kind of in the, the the independence that you have on the other person. Like you're mm. completely codependent and right. cannot figure it out without the other. And we totally fell in love with that concept. So we actually tried to figure out how to get like the same vibe, the codependence vibe, but uh-huh. like a don't rip it off because we don't want to make like keep dancing and nobody drowns or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't Although, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Keep dancing and nobody drowns. That could be the comeback of uh, the DDR games. You know? Yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> um, so we don't want to, we didn't want to rip it off. We, we wanted to have like our own unique game, uh, of course. So we, we, we mix it up like what other games do we find like incredibly interesting, but we mm-hmm. all think they miss like something. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so we had like Portal 2, Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, and Mist. We loved huh. the puzzles from Mist. We loved yeah. the whole eerie vibe from uh, Amnesia because. Oh, okay, I was going to say, that one seems like a stretch out of all the others. No, it was like, even in Amnesia, there's like a very big part of the game where you see like no monsters. Uh-huh. But you have this constant feeling of fear. You know that right. around every corner could be. This goddamn monster! You just don't know when it's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that absolute fear. <laughs> we love that, but just not that extreme. We're not right, a horror right. game. Some yeah, people yeah, yeah. categorize our game in as a horror game, but I don't. It's not a horror game. It's just a, an airy game. So yeah, just suspense, just, right? Yeah, suspense. It's suspenseful, right? Yeah. Um, and of course, I keep talking. Explodes says says it all. Uh, and then the portal, the absolute co-op uh, aspect of portal to just blew our mind and such a quality game so right. we were like if we just put all these games in a blender <laughs> <laughs> and, and we just blend it for a good 30 seconds what do you get and our answer was we were here yeah um, wow. yeah 
All right. Well, that's, I, I mean, sense. It, I, I think that makes sense. Um, was it tough for you at all? This is going to be a little bit more of a personal one uh, because you mentioned that you were very much a single player person. You played games on your own. You didn't have a lot of people that you really brought into that world with you other than maybe your parents like watching you in, in those rights. But going from being so familiar with that specific side of the world gaming wise to then saying, I'm going to design for co-op experience. Was there any of, you know, difficulties for you or ways that you had to to do research to to try and get that feeling? Like, what was that process like for you personally? Okay, this sounds so not cool to say this, but I'm a really um, empathetic person, and mm-hmm. I think that also um, in a co-op game, you're both an individual. Well, you're like you're playing by yourself. Yeah, you just okay. have to like connect with the other person. It's like I used to while gaming, for example, The Sims. Love it. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, who doesn't love The Sims? But right. it's also really fun to just play The Sims on yourself or by yourself and just chat with someone like while you're both playing The Sims and just have a casual chat. You know, you have yeah. to with a lot of other games. I have it also when I play Age of Empires or whatever. I don't usually have to play the same game but still be in contact with the other person yeah and i think it wasn't that hard because i really love the concept i really love being with people and i really love like a more underlaying um kind of message because the message for me was like a a complete complete inclusiveness Mm. um that's also why for example our characters have no face i mean they're not like really moldable into any person, but there we, for the 14 weeks that we had with the concept of we were here, we really tried to make people feel like they're explorers. They are not heroes. You're not mm. some Nathan Drake. You play in uncharted, you know, you're right. just a regular guy or a regular gal. And you're, you're just some random explorer who just wound up to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I think that's really, um, I think that's really powerful because you can play it really from your own perspective and write your own story while you play it basically with your friend. It's like the only thing that matters is the connection that you have with your friend. And that doesn't for me like um, put the emphasis on that. I have to be a a multiplayer game player or whatever. It's just the connection you have with another person. And I have a connection very quickly with people because I'm a, People person, do you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I love, I love being around people. I get energy from people, so I also get energy from seeing people play our game or play. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like uh, doing the puzzles or shouting to each other or being really grateful or, you know, it's a, it's an energy, and you always can design for a certain. Yeah, you want to get something. You want to get an emotion out of yeah, a certain yeah, you're area or that. puzzle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They designed with that purpose, but I'm going way ahead of myself right now. But it's just uh, that's okay. I the like answer it. is no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I I threw you kind of a curveball question. I don't think a lot of people would ask that. Um, and it obviously was a bit but more personal than about the game. But let's uh take a step back and actually focus on the game because I think now's probably a good time to to switch gears here. Give um, you a hook. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about We Were Here Forever. Oh. Now, this is uh, a game that is part of a full series of, uh, I believe it's three other games previously. Yeah. 
we were here, we were here too, we were here together, <laughs> and then we were forever. <laughs> we're really good with names. Just I was gonna say, yeah, you're really, really sticking a theme. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we um, were forever is kind of just getting off a bit, but whatever. you know what's you know what's bad about this though is like, what are you gonna do next? You know, if there's oh. if there's another one in this series, that's gonna be a hard uh, title to swing. Uh, well, we, we already like made jokes like we were here forever together. Or we, oh, were here we were here forever. never, maybe? We were it? here never. <laughs> maybe. No. That'll no, be if they I, get amnesia. Course, like, oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, off, crazy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy themes We're getting so many good ideas this, this evening for me. I think it's daytime for you, right? So It is. Yes, yes. It's afternoon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you'll take all these notes to the team and, and a, a great yeah. game will come out of it. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> on my keyboard, like, oh my God, listen to the podcast. I got so many ideas now. <laughs> Probably not. You're drowned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> probably not but who knows um let's let's dive into the upcoming title of the series yeah. so we were here forever for those who don't know anything about the game what's what's your elevator pitch for the game and oh, then I'm so scared for the question always <laughs> i know and then after the elevator pitch let's talk a little bit about kind of like what this does for the series right like why yeah. how is this one different and how is it continuing the story yeah, well, it's it's. I think it's always kind of hard to just sell one of the games because every game okay, sounds so stupid, but every game is of course like the same concept. We mm-hmm. just do it better every time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just you have to imagine like we started as fifteen students in fourteen weeks, and now we have like a full two-year development for a game. So you can imagine that the the the, the concept of the game is actually the game that we now make was mm-hmm. in my head already the same game four years ago when I was a student, but I just didn't have the uh, the people, the time, the money, um, the, the creative people around me. So um, it, it's like you imagine you played Crash Bandicoot when you were like a teenager and you were like, oh, this looks awesome. And now you see the remake and you're like, what the hell was I playing? It uh-huh. was damn. So yeah, if I could pitch like the game, um, if I do like the, the 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 how you should do it, it's um, <laughs> it's a co-op game, it's a puzzle game, and it's an adventure game. And I think mm-hmm. those three things are very important all through because it's not just an, uh, an adventure game, it's not just a puzzle game. You're really having this experience together with a friend. You can play it totally with a stranger, but we always advise play it with like a close friend, someone you can really have this amazing connection with because mm-hmm. it gives so much more fun and um, like honest emotions uh, during your play session with your friend, right? right. Um, so it's a co-op adventure puzzle game. You are uh, just to, uh, as we very beautifully say in the, in the, the trade of the fourth game, uh, you are just a vermin in Castle Rock, and you <laughs> you ended up there uh, as two little explorers uh, who were just like being lured into this place. And like, yeah, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get like it's cold outside. You're in the Antarctic, and, and and everything around you is turning white, and there's a snowstorm, a blizzard, and you're like, oh no, what's happening? And then you see this big castle, and you're like, what the a castle in the Antarctic. This I must be like hallucinating. Well, you are. Uh, so you enter this castle because it's like uh, let's die of frostbite or just get in and see whatever the hell happens. Right. Uh, and you get in, and of course it's 
it's a bad omen that you go in because yeah, you, you, you're, you're getting screwed. Uh, so yeah, you, you get in together, but you get separated immediately. There's like this evil fort inside and uh, you get separated. And the only thing you have left is your walkie talkie because that was all you had with you or apparently. Um, <laughs> so you get in, you're separated, you're scared. It's, uh, it's this big giant scary castle and you're like how the hell do we get out and that's when the fun starts because you and your buddy have to try to get out of the castle alive i like it yeah 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 that no, was a really I... long elevator pitch i think everyone would already got out but it was well, maybe they would have stuck to the 27th floor so i don't know <laughs> yeah it's a it's a long elevator but we got there and you know what i think it's worth it um i it was I, more I, an escalator i don't know a really an long escalator one. yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> my escalator pitch um yes. <laughs> i i enjoy this series because it does very much like you were saying play to the fact that you need a, a buddy who you yeah either know or like have a good connection with and are yeah. able to communicate with on a uh, certain level. level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the first thing you notice, if you're looking at this game, you're like, Oh, this is a co-op game. There doesn't seem to be a split screen feature. And that is intentional, mm -hmm. obviously, because yes. you know, you took homage from that idea of everybody or nobody stopped talking, Keep talking and nobody explodes and nobody explodes. Thank Keep you. dancing and nobody will drown. Keep dancing, nobody will drown. The very famous uh, popular game that I'm going to design uh, down the road. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was what was your reasoning behind that approach, though? You know, like not including a split screen element other than, you know, the, the more obvious reason. Yeah, actually, it was um, because we wanted to give you this absolute feeling that you're completely alone and you just have to rely on your friend, right? Because mm -hmm. if the other person could see what you would see, then the whole fun of the game is just... It's like the, the core mechanic of the game is you're not... It's like Pictionary. You're not allowed to know what the other one knows. So mm -hmm. you just have to try to explain to the other person, like, I'm trying to draw a horse. I know it looks like a dog, but it's a horse. Don't you see the hooves? You know, um, that's that's the whole catch of the game. You're not allowed to know what the other one knows, and they just have to try to explain it to you as good as possible. Like I always could call it like visual talking. You have to add such a big layer to communication because the other person has literally no clue what you're seeing. So you have right. to describe every color, every shape, um, every thing that's going on in the room where you're at, because everything could be a clue. You know. Mm. It, we also have some in some of the games you have some areas who actually have like three puzzles in one area it's just like a step-by-step -step progress mm -hmm. um and you have to figure out like what would be my first step so you have to describe oh my god i'm seeing like signs on the floor like runes but i also see like this big banner hanging on the wall and i also see this and that and then you just have to try to figure out oh i think i think we have to do this first before we can activate that and then go to the this or that no so gotcha. Yeah, and if you take that away, then the whole selling point of the game is just... <laughs> yeah, gone. yeah. It just becomes too easy. Well, I mean, then it becomes a much different game, right? It becomes a... It could working... be fun too, but it's just a completely different game. Yeah, yeah. The concept is is different because you're. it's less about communication on leading someone who can't see what you see versus looking at the same thing and bouncing ideas off of one another. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't work for like a way out. You have to be in the same area and just kind of see where you're going to or you know you have to see like 
where the other person is and then you have to figure out how to get his door open you know right um, right so you need this communication that you kind of in another area but you have to try to figure out where the other person is and for our game it actually does not matter because you're not in the same place right <laughs> so it right. wouldn't add anything if you just knew like oh isn't the there's I think, yeah, we have some puzzles where you're actually literally on top of each other. You just don't really know it yet or anything. Um, <laughs> but it, it it don't really, you could have, you could have get it out and it wouldn't add or. Right. Even if there was a, out. even if there was a section where you're like, oh, I see you, but it's like, it doesn't yeah, we, matter. We cause... do on purposely, of course, have areas where you can actually see each other. We also have the we were together. It's like when you have the big wall puzzle, um, you can wave at each other, but we, we do that. On purpose because we want you to know like you're close yet so far away right <laughs> like, right we have to we were together was the only the one that kind of uh stood out from the three that we already have because you actually start together instead oh. of the other two you uh start separated and with we are together you actually start together and you have to separate like after a while in the game and we wanted to try that out like what is the sentiment with people if you flip it you know if you yeah. don't if you don't make them try to find each other, but you know that they realize there's one point where they just have to say goodbye and go their own ways. It's, mm. it's so sad, but uh, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it was really dairy. We were really afraid. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Well, sound like it, it went okay, but at the same time, you don't seem to have that same, or maybe you do. Maybe you do later on in the game. There is a, a part to that and we are here forever. Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I guess we'll have to find out. We'll have to play the game oh. and figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I know that because this is an obvious, you know, it's a puzzle game, right? Like the game yeah. is is based around your puzzles. And I know you don't want to give away <clears throat> any of the specific like, well, here's how you solve it, right? Um, but can you tell us a little bit more about maybe some uh, like what your favorite puzzle has been or maybe some like general uh feelings for what kind of things the two players will be doing well um i just have to say what i think is so amazing about this new game is that we saw a way to like elevate everything you already know and take it like to ten thousand levels higher than we mm -hmm. already have um it's because we a have uh we really made up our mind and said like we need time for this game we want to we want to make the game that we were like intended to make Mm -hmm. we're gonna take our goddamn time and we're gonna <laughs> find the people who can make our team whole and have their own talents and their own visions and it's really like oh i i think that is the beauty what makes indie games sometimes so good to like triple a games is that mm -hmm. you can really feel that people put like their heart and their soul in there yeah yeah and 100%. Um, i think that i would be really sad if People who played We Were Here Forever in the Future when it comes out don't see how intensely much love and effort went in that game. It's like our biggest, fattest baby we ever made. Um, it's, um, <laughs> sorry, very big. I think there's probably a better way to say that. <laughs> like a big, fat baby. Yeah, slap that on the box. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to make so many jokes, but I'm just, just uh, take a breath and go on. Um, no, I think that um, what we already made clear in like uh, the uh, first trailer, yeah, is that actually you're now going to play 
two people who were left behind. The one who mm-hmm. was left behind and we were here, and the one who was left behind and we were here too. We just upgraded the shit out of the characters. It's like <laughs> they're beautiful now. And uh, no flying backpacks and that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. like we have proper artists. Um <laughs> and um you you're actually playing them. Uh and it the, the premise is your trap now. Like you were for people who haven't played it, I'm so sorry, but you were the ones who were left behind. <laughs> um and you're like, damn, we need to get out too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the hell? Um, so yeah, that's that's like what you're gonna do. But I think that the um, the areas, of mm-hmm. course, the puzzles are always like I I'm always so surprised how our game designers can make like how they can still develop puzzles. Like how many puzzles can you make before you're completely dried out? Well, they can still produce puzzles, and they're awesome. Um, but the art, like the areas and the animations and the, uh, the, the like also the conversations you're having, the characters, mm-hmm. it's like, how did we start from this small student group and actually, well, how are we producing this? It's so intensely bizarre still for me to yeah. grasp what quality game we're, we're putting out there right now. Um, yeah, you're all, everyone will be up for a good time. It will be like a journey of a lifetime. You gotta cry, you gotta laugh. That's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's really intense. You're going to have like this amazing journey together with like every everything you can imagine. It's like, oh, we'll put it in there. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> you're gonna go and you're gonna do, go like down a really a really long path with all this weird stuff. Oh, that's uh, so, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course, can't say anything in detail, but it's like I get it. Damn. I get it. Uh, let me ask you this because you mentioned, you know, you are the the individuals who are left behind from previous games. Yeah. Um, will a person who wants to, you know, hears this episode and might not have ever played the games before, is yeah. there an issue, or you know, will they lose a lot if they start with "We were here forever first? Um, yeah, this is always a tough one. Um, no, yeah, no. I think we can, we really designed this game also for new people. Mm-hmm. We have never designed a game for people who never knew the game. We never designed people. Uh, never designed people. We never. I designed hope not. The game. <laughs> no, not no designing of big fat babies. Um, well, this is your no, biggest fat baby, as we know. It is the biggest fattest baby. Um, no, we n- never, for example, designed for console. We always mm-hmm. designed like for PC. Uh, I think we took a, a lot of things from our last games, like a lot of things we thought that we could do better. For mm. example, also creating a game that we, of course, we always recommend just play. The first one is free. So come on, there's no, it, it's just do it. It's like two hours, one and a half hours, just fun, fun night. Uh, <laughs> the, the other two, um, yeah, they of course add a lot to the game to the, the mm-hmm. whole story um the story builds up you get more information with every game like it will make sense but we we did not design this game that you really need to play the other three games i just advise it if you want like to have the fullest experience yeah yeah um, makes sense. but it, i think that if you would play it like um you just start in and you're like oh fun let's play this game i think you would still understand what the hell is going on it's like, right You'll cool still enjoy yourself, and, yeah. but you yeah, might not. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, But you yeah. won't get like lore, or maybe you're like, "Why am I in this castle again?" But right. You mean we kind of try to explain it, not with. We don't have like, uh, 
yeah, the characters don't speak, of course, because you're the character. But we we we, we, right. we, we, we do explain a lot of this stuff in the game. But yeah, so okay. you can so play it yes solely. No. But yeah, it's a it's a yes and a no for me. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um, especially now that you're coming to consoles, I've seen it before with something like you know, uh, it takes two comes to mind. Um, yeah. that game, when you purchase one of the copies, there's like yeah. a, a buddy pass where yeah. it's free, but you can only play it if someone else is playing it. Right. Is that yeah, we don't anywhere? Have that. Okay. So you're not no, sure. And we That's really, fine. we really decided to not do that because we don't want you to, we know that there's always one person who's like really into whatever, like, Oh, no, if we were here, oh, play with me. But, mm-hmm. um, we, we actually noticed that so many people just, play it and then they play it with someone and then later play it with someone else and then the other person plays it with someone else again and you can't like make people rely on that we also like really adjust the price of the game that you it's like lower it's we our our game is not that expensive it's like we we try to keep the price as low as possible a lot of people say they think it's too low for what we offer but we say like yeah but we we leave you no other option than to buy two copies if you want to play with someone Right. Well, that's why we lower the price. So gotcha. it's not like too big of a hole in your pocket, you know? Right. Um, yeah. That makes sense. But it was a design choice. Yeah. And also, we did it for like two or three games. So it felt really wrong to just change up the whole system just now because other people do it. Maybe mm-hmm. in the future, we will look into that because maybe it will be better for our games. But you can just now in a series of four just change up the whole system like for one game. So we were like, just stick to it and we'll think about it after this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that makes sense. Um, let, let's talk about uh, time uh, when it comes to this game, because it's a puzzle yeah. game, right? There's, you know, uh, varied lengths because some people will complete things faster than another person. Right. Yeah. Um, but in your mind, you know, you said like the first one, oh, it's only two hours. Just yeah. go try it out. What What would you say is like the, the length that the team is shooting for for this one? Um, not two hours. I can tell you that. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I I know it, but um, oh, damn, I think <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nobody is gonna kick my ass, but uh, I think it's about twelve hours. Okay. So All it's right. a, a pretty lengthy game. Yeah, it's a good it's a good chunk of time. Yeah. Okay. It's worth your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please buy it. <laughs> No, I mean, but I think, yeah, it could be like if you're a really hardcore gamer and you're like, oh, I can run through these puzzles easily. Yeah, of course, maybe it will be longer, but I think you will be there for a few evenings. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's, as I said, it's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, and then I, I just have two final questions for you. Uh, we'll wrap this up. But before I... I finish this my one final question about the game is kind of just about how development is going now i I see that you have q2 of 2022 release window on steam does that is that still what you're you're uh you know yeah striving for how's development going in general you know what's the team uh feeling right now well the team is feeling good i hope (laughs) 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 please say yes now um now yeah we're we're definitely 100 aiming for q2 2022 damn it's such a mouthful um, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot so, of twos yeah that's a lot of twos um yeah no we're, we're not gonna delay any more than that this is was like the furthest we could drive people <laughs> before they went insane um yeah no I we're not it. gonna delay we're, we're really coming out there uh we just i'm not gonna say when <laughs> but yeah, it is I mean, in order to yeah 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's still a pretty big stretch, so you got some time, some wiggle room there. But yeah, I well, think it, it sounds like a big stretch, but it's a really small stretch. It's, <laughs> it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, we're so damn far, like I'm gonna finish this game easily, and sometimes I'm like, how the hell are we gonna do this? Right. Yeah. Like, it's so much. We have so many beautiful, amazing, damn areas, like, and so it's just I'm still mesmerized every day. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It would be awesome, but it's a lot also to produce. <laughs> well, I wish well, you. No. Yeah. Well, no oh. people have overtime. We don't do overtime crunch time. Just oh, maybe good. like, yeah, we, we try to be like a healthy company. Um, nice. I really strive for that. I really want that the people who work uh, with me and my partners are like happy people. Of course. Will there like in the last month, will there be little sweaty armpits? Yeah, of course. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> but um no, that, that's also why we delayed it, because we don't want to stress people out too much. And it needs to be healthy. It needs to be like a healthy working environment and not like, oh, you must love working in games, so you must give up all your social life for my <laughs> game. No, we're not like that. So. Well, that's good to hear. And I wish yeah. you the best of luck in yeah, the, uh, the last final stretch here. Um, yeah. But my last question, and this is something that I ask everyone who comes onto the podcast, is just to hear some advice, right? You've had uh, quite a journey when it comes to going from your university, finding that uh, that small group, and now becoming this much larger company that's creating this uh, amazing game. What's some advice that you'd give to people who might be, you know, at that earlier stage of trying to to make it in the industry? Well, it's, I think it's the most cliche I will ever like them, but please don't let anyone tell you what you can or cannot do. Just if you have something, you feel like this is really the thing that makes my heart beat or whatever, just go for it. And if you in the end find out it's not your thing, that's also completely fine. It's just, um, there's a lot of competition, of course, but we can see like for all the people who joined our team and who work at Total Mayhem Games right now, they all are so very unique and they all bring in such a, um, a specific like kind of quality. If it is even creativity or like knowledge or a team working uh, vibes, whatever, they all have a heart for what they do and they have passion for the company. It's not like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm just one big blizzard and you just want to work here because it's cool, you know? No, it's right. like people really have heart for the product. If you have heart for what you do and it, it like it, you're happy every day you wake up and you're like, I want, I want to go further with this and I want to I want to see this finished product and I want to work with my colleagues then you found like the thing if if it doesn't do that then don't don't if if you love games and you think like oh this could be really cool and I would love to work at a game company do you really like it's 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 not all sunshine and rainbows <laughs> it's it's only sunshine and rainbows when you work like with people you like on a project that you love um but just find really for yourself if, if, it, if it makes you mad like in love to what you're doing just go for it and if you think like nah, it's more the concept of what i'm doing i think is more interesting then it's not your thing <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. it makes sense you got to be passionate about what you're doing otherwise work is gonna feel like work and yeah it's so cliche but i didn't think i would have gotten this far if i wasn't so damn passionate about what we were doing right um, also what we're we're not selling a game that everyone likes. We know that people will not like our game, um, but we, but there's an audience for it. 
yeah, we get so much appreciation from that audience that we have something special. And I think if you know that you're working on something special and that you get a drive from that, that it makes everything so much better for yourself. Uh, so find that, find that thing that you want to work on and you want to be a part of. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. For those listening, We Were Here Forever is currently in development. But if any of this sounded interesting, definitely go check out their Steam page, Wishlist the Game. I believe this is also coming out for console players for Xbox and PlayStation. Yes. So, yes. you know, keep your eyes peeled. Once again, thank you so much for joining today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had a really fun time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. And you know what? I can't wait for you to, to finish up this game so I can start uh, pitching our uh, Don't, Stop Don't Stop Dancing or Drowning. <laughs> a uh, game that I know the team will just love to work on with me. I love how you seem to mispronounce it like every time. Keep dancing and, and nobody will drown. Keep dancing and no <laughs> Look, all right. They, we can workshop this later. It does, we can work I've on got, the elevator pitch. It's fine. Yeah. You look, I mean, the elevator pitch is easier, right? It's I don't have to get all the words right. I just have It'll to say... It'll make it as lengthy as mine and then you're fine. Oh, is that is that what it is? I was just going to say keep dancing or you might drown. But I mean, I guess I could put a couple extra words in there. Just go for it. I mean, yeah. we'll get. Look, I'll workshop it. By the time you're done with this game, I'll have, yeah. you know, the, the the right words down when I pitch it to the team. But Perfect. once again, thank you so much for coming on.